Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wondering what's next in your business or personal life? Welcome to Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, a podcast dedicated to helping you with all of life's challenges, discoveries, and opportunities. Whether you're seeking a new career, retirement, or simply wanting to make an impact in your community or the world, join Jen Duplessis and her guests as they explore how to start, what to do when you're in the thick of a change or growth, and how to leave a mark in this world after breaking through your next achievement. You are moments away from the aha you've been seeking. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Success to Significance. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. On today's episode, we have a really exciting guest, Lee Johnson. Welcome, Lee. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yep. So, um, so I've known Lee for a couple of years now. Uh, he is the spouse of one of my coaching clients and, you know, I just come to love you to death, Lee. Uh, I love your story. I love what you're doing. I'm really excited to share uh, your story about success to significance and, and the impact that you're making in the world. So let's start with, uh, tell us a little bit about you growing up and then we'll move into what you did in your career. Okay. So I grew up in a small town in uh, Paris, Illinois, <clears throat> way back in the day. As you can tell, I'm a little bit on the older side, right? <laughs> um, joined the Navy when I was 18. Uh, had been in, uh, went to Hawaii in my service in the Navy. Got out of the Navy, went into a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Came back home from that. Uh, and worked at, have worked in sales most of my life. And, and then I joined the Army National Guard and had been in, I, I retired from the military uh, this last August with 24 years of military service. Married, have eight kids, um, and they've all grown up now. Yeah, yeah. And you have a blended family. I want to make sure everybody's like, oh my gosh, eight kids. But it is really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I love, I love uh, your family. I love the kids. They're so great. And, uh, and of course, I love Marty. Um, okay, so, so that gives us sort of the, ha- the high level view. And, you know, number one, thank you again for your service. I tell you that every time I see you. <laughs> but yes. thank you again for your service. I really appreciate it- that. It's an honor and a privilege. Yeah. And, and so now what you're doing now, um, for those that are watching, you know, you can see in the background, he has a sign called the Banff edition, right? Yes, and yes. I know that what this stands for. So we just want to be careful about what it really stands for because uh, iTunes doesn't like us using bad words, but, um, but uh, Banff stands for. You want me to. Same what it stands just for. Say what it is, to... and we'll edit it out. Yeah. And then we'll use the other version. Yeah. Yeah. It stands for. Yep. Uh, but when when I tell people when they go to church, it's Big American Muscle Foundation. Yeah. yeah. When, when you're <laughs> hanging out in the garage with the guys, it's. Yeah. Right. Right. 
Right. But, uh, and what I love about it is that, uh, well, and I'm not going to have you tell us about Banff right now, the Banff edition. And I know you're just loaded with all of your, you know, you've got your hat on, you've got your shirt on and stuff. And, you know, my husband's always wearing his hat and shirt now that I have that for them. And, um, Uh, but, uh, I want to talk about why Banff, because this is your transition, um, you know, and, and a lot of the interviews that I do and success to significance aren't just, you were successful and now you want to be significant, but, but everything in between in your case, it really is this, you were a successful, uh, military veteran, uh, you did recruiting for military, you've always worked in that in that realm, um, very successful, but you you felt there was something missing in your life. And so now you're going out and making your mark and, you know, doing something that's really significant. Before we talk about what Banff does, let's talk about where this stems from and going back okay. to your childhood. Yes. So I, I came from a, well, let me start off with my dad initially didn't claim me mm-hmm. and my, I found that out through my mom. And so, you know, looking back on that, uh, as a 19 year old guy, he was out catting around, playing around and felt like that he could slide that over to my mom. Yeah. So, so I ended up with his name. So I'm a junior, which she made him pay for not saying that I wasn't his. Right. <laughs> right. Then she, then she divorced and, uh, married a a man who was very abusive with me physically Mm -hmm. and emotionally, spiritually, the whole realm. So when you're, when you're told that you're worthless, Mm -hmm. your whole life, Mm -hmm. your, your dad doesn't claim you from birth. It makes it really hard to transition through what's, what's going on in life. So at 18, at 18, I decided I was going to join the Navy and get the hell out of Paris, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I needed a break. I needed a break from the dysfunctional parenting. So I joined the military um, at 18 years old. So that's where I started really making the transition into I need to do something to prove myself through the world. Leave the past behind, move forward. But I found out it was a lot more difficult to be able to do that because a lot of that uh, emotional baggage. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to get rid of, even though you want to get rid of it, you just yeah. can't get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. How did you and, I, you know, I certainly can understand that because, you know, my story, it's it's very much like that, you know, this whole life of proving you know, until the day that I said, I'm done, I am done proving it's time to start living. And, uh, you know, and I've got gotten through that, right, had those emotional breakthroughs that I now can look back on that and say, hey, you know, I'm thankful that I went through it, because it made me the person I am today. So what take us back just a little bit, um, you know, you're, you're, you join the Navy, and you're getting ready to get on this big ship, you know, and you're scared to death, because you come from this little town, you don't have a lot of, um, confidence, right? You're lacking this confidence. You feel you're worthless. How did that affect your behavior in the Navy? And because I, I have some kind of a vision about the type of person you were. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so what it did is it, it all of a sudden I was on my own yeah. without, that, without that constant uh, berating and, and abuse, right? So all of a sudden I had all of this freedom and then you get into the drinking and the sex and 
and all of this stuff looking for a way to heal what's going on inside of you, but you don't realize that. Yeah. Or escape so it. Yeah. Yes. Escape yeah. it. Uh, suppress it. Mm-hmm. Right. And move, yeah. and move on. It'll, it'll eventually fix itself. Yeah. But I had a negative reaction in the Navy because I'm all by myself from a small town. And the next thing you know, I'm in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii as an 18 year old kid mm-hmm. who had no idea what the hell he was doing. Yeah. And it, I, all of a sudden there's all this alcohol, sex, whatever you want it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're heading down the wrong path straight out of the gate. Yeah. Did you, um, did you have challenges with relationships as far as your shipmates and things like that? Did you have challenges with authority? Um, kind of tell us a little bit about that. Or were you more, uh, and I hate using the word meek because I know you, you're six foot, whatever, and you're big and bulky. <laughs> I can't yeah. ever imagine you being meek, but right. There might have been that part of it. So, so you know, what was what was that like as far as the authority and that part of it? Because you're trying to escape one type of authority and you're walking into another. What was really uh, interesting to me as I thought back about this was the fact that when I went to basic training, you had all of these other people of the same age, and there were a lot of people struggling. Yeah. But what amazed what amazed me was it was a piece of cake for me emotionally physically, because that's how I had been talked to my whole life. Mm, mm. So when I got in there, I was already used to being told what to do, how to do it, yelled at, all of that stuff I'd already dealt with. Mm. So I was all, I was already ahead of the game in a lot of respects. And so I just flowed right into the rhythm of being in the military. Yeah. So did that create um, some type of a leadership for you at 18, you know, where the other guys who are in there at 18 or, uh, you know, they thought they were the big, great, wonderful, popular football star, et cetera. And they came in there going, whoa, now yes. I'm not, you know, so how did that change your leadership skills or develop them, I guess? Well, it, it helped me to pay attention to when the, those above me wanted me to do a specific thing. I just went and did it. Yeah. Where, where you had other people that were pushing back and why do I need to do that? Well, that does heat more shit upon them. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, why do you keep asking me what to do? Just go do it. Right. right. I was already in the mindset of my leader just told me to go do it, go do it. So my whole military career, it was easy for me to make that transition. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was going to ask you, how did, how did that transcend into you being a parent? Well, it taught me how to, um, there's a lot more to talking to your kids than beating the hell out of them, Mm -hmm. yelling at them, uh, and telling them they're worthless. Right. Right. So, so it helped me to be able to understand that I need to be able to communicate with each one and each one is different. Mm-hmm. I can't talk to one daughter the way I talk to another daughter or to a son. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it just helped me in that leadership role with my recruiters as well. Mm-hmm. My, my family helped me be a better leader in recruiting and my leadership in recruiting helped me be a better parent. Yeah. Beautiful. Just, yeah. just being able to work with people and understanding we're not the same. Yeah. 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 
I get that. I get that. So what motivates you today? Before we head into what the Banff edition is all about, what motivates you today to uh, be the man that you are? Uh, <clears throat> my relationship with God mm -hmm. has helped me to figure out how I want to be, mm -hmm. how I want to treat my kids, mm -hmm. because I want them to understand that in, in the darkest of times, there's somebody there to help them. Yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't, I didn't really understand that growing up. Right. But right. you didn't have that to lean on, you know, you no. didn't have that, that, uh, spiritual, you know, intelligence to lean on. Yeah. Right. Right. So it, it really, uh, that's been my main thing with, is just my relationship with my father. Yeah. My heavenly father and, and realizing how he lets me grow and helps me learn through my mistakes, mm -hmm. but, but he's always there. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't know that. Right. He's always, he's always there. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that, that that's been, um, a, a long learning curve for you. It wasn't, it didn't happen overnight. I know that you ba were baptized in Hawaii and, yes. um, you know, so you were younger and, you know, it's just been, it's just been, I mean, look at it for any of us, right. Any of us that are faith-based, you know, it's a journey. It's not just, okay, now I'm there. And so I'm just there. It's a, it's a constant thing, you know, like even, you know, with me being Catholic, people will go, Oh, you know, are you Catholic? And I go, I'm trying. <laughs> trying, right? yeah. because it's a it's a daily thing and catholicism is not yes it's a religion just like latter-day saints is but but it's my relationship with god and with my in my relationship with jesus that that propels me every day right and it's exactly. be, wanting to do what is right every day and so you know even even if someone said are you christian i would say yes, I'm trying, I'm trying every single day to remain Christian. Um, you know, and it's, it's just, uh, especially in this world, it's just one of those things where you just go with the flow and sometimes, you know, you get a little off track and, you know, it's ironic because yesterday was Ash Wednesday. And so now we're in Lent. Right. And so I love that, you know, there's a period of giving up, right. But there's yeah. also a period of expansion at the same time in other areas. And it's a great opportunity to, to, um, create new habits. You let one habit go and you create new habits for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's a, it's wonderful. So I love that. I love that that's part of your life and, and helps you with inspiration. So bring us then to Banff because Banff is not, um, it's not something that you, uh, you know, that you said, okay, today, now I'm doing Banff. This was a crossover. You were doing a little bit of Banff before you actually retired. So yes. where did this start? Why did it start? Um, and then we'll go to where it's going now. <laughs> well, it, it started one day because I was rebuilding a car. And I, I was in the shop. And all of a sudden, I go, you know what? That's, that's a badass. Right. <laughs> and I, I'm like, that's a badass addition. Yeah. Well, well, the guy I was talking to, he goes, well, that's, that's kind of a cool take on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you have a lot of car guys that understand BAMP. Oh yeah. But when you start, when you start talking about BAMP edition, it, it's like, what does that involve? What does that entail? So that's where I started. It was just building cars, doing shirts, doing hats. And, uh, because that's what I did in the, in the army national guard was I was the marketing director. So I did the shirts and hats and all of that stuff. 
So I thought, why not transition into that when I retire? Because I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. then people then people started asking me about what's behind Banff. Right. What's the story behind Banff? What is it all about? And then I started uh, talking to various people about the importance of, of Banff and everybody out there is a Banff edition. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's gone through some type of trauma and anxiety. And, and the Banff is about people rising from the ashes. Yeah. And understanding how important it is that they share their story. Because there's a lot of us out here that once we hear somebody's story, we, we can latch onto that and say, well, they did it. Maybe I can do it. And there's hope. Yeah. The world, yeah. the world needs hope. Yeah. And there's a lot of BAMPs out there that need to know how BAMPed they are. Yeah. What addition they are. It's right. It's their addition of being, exactly. you know, and uh, yeah. And it's funny, of course, I'm smiling as you're telling me this because of tell me I can't, you've been on my um, television show, right? My talk show. And we, um, you know, just released that. And, um, you know, it's all about, tell me I can't, and I'm going to show you what I can do. And this, that's why I explore those stories that people have had, whether they're emotional, physical, you know, personal, or whether they're financial, um, professional stories, you know, everyone has stories uh, that need to be told to others to help elevate everybody. Um, so there's a car aspect to what you do as well. So, um, I know that you're working towards uh, putting together some type of a mastermind or membership or something like that. How are the cars going to be involved in this and why cars? I mean, I know that you're a car lover. You, you and my husband are friends and they let you guys yeah. love your cars. Um, but why, why do you need to have a car involved in this or cars? <laughs> so back when I, back when I started this, uh, my wife, uh, I, I bought a 75 Trans Am mm-hmm. and it looked like hell. Yeah. But I saw this car in the finished product, the pristine, all the new parts, all the new stuff. And she didn't see it. She just yeah. saw the piece. Of, she just saw what she said. What she saw crap. when it came in. Yeah. 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 She's like, why would you, why would you invest into that? Yeah. And it, it applies to life. We, we constantly look at other people and we make judgments. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's got a rusted door. It's got a broken hinge. The, the windshield is busted. Well, we, we kind of make the same judgment about other people, which isn't fair because God sees the finished product. Yeah. Yeah. He sees this. He sees this beautiful person. Mm-hmm. Just, just like I see this beautiful car. So to me, it, it just, it just blended because so many people understand seeing an old junk car on the side of the road and then somebody taking that car and just making it a, a thing of beauty that nobody ever saw, but that person. Yeah. It's the same thing with a car and a person. All of a sudden you have a person that goes through and starts to heal. There's changes that takes place in their physicalness and people see that and they're like, what happened to you? How did you change? What did you do? And so I call it resto modding your life. 
Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a restorative yeah. process of restoring, you know, as you're talking about a car, I'm thinking about people, you know, and we all have this in our area, wherever we may live, right. That we see a homeless person and we look at them and say, that's that rusted out horrible card has the, you know, everything's broken. Who would want to work on that? And that's exactly where this is coming from. Right. Is, yes. and I, and I love that, um, this is male centric because, yes. you know, in a world where, you know, women are constantly saying, you know, I only work with women and I don't, I work with men and women, but, but, you know, I only work with women. I help women, you know, raise up to empowerment for women, women, women. And you don't hear anybody talking about men. There's not a single person out there that I know that's talking about be the man, right. Be the man. Um, and I think that's, what's resonated with me so much because uh, you know, my husband uh, in his Bible study, right. Uh, they had a whole series um, it's called <laughs> suds and du- and not duds uh, that I shouldn't say duds, but he named it. Actually, they named it. It was uh, uh, it's called suds and saints, suds, suds oh. and saints. And so the guys meet, you know, and have a have a beer or whatever. And, and they meet at wineries, you know, because we were in wine country. And so we have breweries and stuff. So they would meet and and, uh, you know, at, at a brewery or something and then talk about, um, you know, their their religious are not religious, but they're, you know, Christian journey. And this whole right. thing was called the man within, right. Oh, yeah. And the, the man within you and really extracting uh, scripture that talks about, you know, the man, because one of the things that's so great about scripture is that there are so many scripture pieces about being the woman you should be for your man, for your community, for everybody, for your, for your relationship with God. And there are so many scriptures for men in the same light. Mm-hmm. And it's just not viewed as often. And, um, and then, you know, this, this man inside of him, the man within through this Bible study came out. Right. And, and I had wanted for so long and, you know, Brian and I've been married for 38 years, almost 39 in a couple months. And, um, I've always been the spiritual leader because I came into our marriage, you know, having been a practicing Christian and he was you know, Catholic and said to be Christian, but he wasn't really practicing. And over, you know, 30 some years, I've always just, I never said anything. I just wished and hoped. And I think that that's something that Banff edition is doing is like pulling men in and saying, let's not have people, let's not wait for you to take reins of your spiritual life and your family. Um, And the man within that came out was, was became our spiritual leader, our spirit, our family spiritual leader. And I had always wanted that, you know, I didn't want to be the spiritual leader. I wanted him to be. And I think that that's really powerful. And I think that, you know, what you're proposing to do for men is so magnificent. I don't even know what, what other word could I use on top of that? It's not awesome. It's not good. It's not good. Awesome. Fantastic. It's magnificent. Right. Um, and you know, this is the transition from success to significance. This is, You know, life after I've broken through all these glass ceilings, and now I'm standing there and saying, come with me, come through this ceiling. I've done it. Wait till you see what's up on this side. Um, I just, I just think it's so wonderful, you know, what you're doing. So what's ahead? What's ahead? So we got Banff Edition going. We now know what it's about. Uh, What's ahead for you? How can people get in touch with you that are listening to this and saying, yes, I want to be part of that? Right. So I am currently working on so being from a, a small Midwest town, there's, uh, there's a lot of heroin, there's a lot of meth, 
my town is just inundated with all of the drugs and all of the influence, yeah. right? So my intention is to go back and develop a program uh, with some influential people in a small town community that helps these kids understand that there's more to life than drugs, alcohol, sex, mm-hmm. um, and abuse it's entrepreneur- of all kinds. Yeah, uh, yeah, any any kind of abuse. And what I what I want to do is I want to develop a program that helps them to understand that hey, go out into the world, learn from the world, and then come back and add that to the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then then I then I want to take that to other communities and kind of flesh that out throughout the U.S. Because I think there's a huge void mm-hmm. in these kids' ability to get the hell out of a bad situation. Yeah. And if they can feel, hey, I remember this guy that came to my class and he gave me something, mm-hmm. whether it was a, a spiritual experience, whether it was an educate, whatever it was. Tough love. I were, yeah. <laughs> Tough truth, right? Yeah. This, this guy came in and told me I, I need to pull my head out. Yeah. And, and he's right. So, so that's my plan is to, to develop uh, programs to help high school and lower kids understand that there's, first of all, there's a way out Mm -hmm. and help to help men to figure out to, they they need to man up there. There's too many, there's, there's too many kids and you hear about it all the time that are committing suicide because they don't know how to deal with life. Yeah. And their fathers don't either because their fathers had some kind of trauma, you know, with their father or, you know, or just aren't taking, aren't stepping into the role of being the leader in their family, right? Being a true man. And I think this is what's really good about the restoration piece of this is that it's restoring the man in you because it's um, because some men need restoration. Yes. Right. I mean, just like women do, I get it, but you know, restoring my husband's a restoration work, right. He's always being restored. Um, and I think that that, you know, it's good. And I love that you're, you know, it's a male focus. It's for not only, uh, the generation that's here now and struggling, you know, trying to figure out why am I not the man I thought I was going to be, I swear I wasn't going to be like my dad. And here I am all the way down to, you know, uh, the kids that are being affected by those same men. Um, you know, and not getting the help that they need. How does this compare to uh, like a big brother? What's, what makes this different? You know, cause well, the big brother, you know, in system. Yeah. The big brother system. Well, what it does is it, to me, it brings God back into the picture. Mm-hmm. Not, not saying big brother doesn't. Right. But, but this but is, me, this is fo- focused in that direction first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this is a this is a God focused. Love uh, it. Men have been so beat up uh-huh. that that it the testosterone, the masculinity. I'm not saying it's all gone, right? But we need to find that and bring that up, and and have men be able to lead the family like they were sent to do. Uh-huh. That that's our mission in life is to be the patriarch of the family. Yeah. And when we don't, when we don't do that, the family starts wandering off trying to figure it out when dad was supposed to be the guy doing it. Right. right. And, and, and a lot of us men want to shirk that responsibility. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's not God's intention. God's intention is you need to be the man of the house. Yeah. I sent, I sent you there for that. 
Yeah. Well, like I told you about Brian, right? That transition that he went through. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so often it's the woman who leads the household spiritually. And, you know, I I love that you're putting this out there too, because, you know, it's, it's self um, deselection, right. For men that are either seeking God and have not found God or men that are godly, but aren't stepping into that role. um, They will be attracted to this. Those that say, well, I don't want to do the whole God thing. That's fine. We want those to come. We want the ones who are ready you know, ready to take the next step. How do people get in touch with you? Well, they can get a hold of me at uh, the Banff boss at gmail.com. They can get a hold of me on my uh, on Facebook. They can get a hold of me on Instagram, which is Banff edition. Uh, there's there's plenty of ways for them to get a hold of me. And if they really want to and, and want to reach out uh, I would be willing to talk to them on a one-on-one basis. Yeah. Uh, going through this process has been very interesting. I've had a lot of professional people that have wanted to, hey, if you run across somebody looking for help, mm-hmm. I would be willing to help them. It, it's really amazing the amount of people that are starting to come together to say, hey, I want to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a well, lot of help. That's because you're telling your story. <laughs> Right. You're out there telling your story. And I remember the day I was sitting at your guys's house and I go, what, why are you keeping this to yourself? Let's get this out in the world and look what's happening. See, I, I have these, I have these things pulling me along and I'm like, Oh no, but it, it, I've learned <laughs> like it's not over. about me. Right. It's not about me. It's about the people who are needing to hear the message. Yeah. Yeah. God it's always needs, about God, Yes. God needs his sons and daughters to hear the message. Yeah. And we're, we're the messengers. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, of course we are. And I, I love that your story's out there. It's been great talking to you today, Lee. Um, so what do you want? Let's have, we're leaving this with this. What would you like to leave for everyone? If you can look at, you know, look into this, into this camera and, you know, for those that are listening, you know, have them here when you're talking to that one person who's listening and they're, and they're just wavering on this, or they're saying, this is what I wanted, whatever angle you want to go in, what do you want to say to that one person? Well, in the words of Bob, Bob Goff in his book, Dream Big, where it says, you are God's gift to you. Who you become is your gift to God. Mm. If you just let that sink in, we're all going to meet Heavenly Father one day. What kind of gift are you bringing to a God? That should cause you to that that should cause you to think about where am I right now and what am I willing to do to become the gift that he would be like, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, we I have love, the free will. I love the packaging. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. He's, he, he's given us the free will to to build the package. Yeah. We just got to get off our duffs and and get out from underneath all of the garbage and just move forward in life. Yeah. And it's easier said than done. I get that. But there are a lot of people that are helping along the way. There's a lot of angels here on the earth that want people to succeed. Yeah. 
Beautiful. Beautiful. Lee, it's been a pleasure having you on this podcast. Also having you as a guest on the show. I want to just encourage everyone who's listening here to uh, make sure that you go and uh, sign up for JD3TV.com, JD3TV.com. You have to be a member. It's just like Netflix. You have to be a member. Um, and in there, you will find um, streaming the uh, television show, uh, Tell Me I Can't with Jen Duplessis. And you will find Lee's interview there and learn a little bit more about Lee. Um, things that we talked a little bit about today, but there's more in that interview than there is in this interview. So um, again, Lee, thank you so much for, for being here with me today. You are a godsend for me. You're a blessing for me. And um, I just wish you all the best in this endeavor that you're taking on. Um, it's a big one. So uh, more prayers that we can send to you, the better. So again, yes. thank you for joining. Thank you. Have a great day, Jen. Thanks. You've been listening to Success to Significance with Jen Duplessis, the number one podcast for people wanting to give more value and make an impact. Loved this episode? Be sure to subscribe right now at www.jenduplessis.com S2S for more stories, strategies, and thoughts to help you gain significance and success. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Join us next week for another breakthrough episode. Thank you for listening.